This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Wrestling Network loyalists and junkies, welcome to this week's episode of your home for everything modern day wrestling all over the globe. Place to be Nation's main event. I am Scott Criscolo, episode 203, my area code. That means nothing, but that's okay. Um, well, let's see. The other area code in Connecticut is 860, 860. So, what year it'll be when we get to episode 860? We're not even at 860 for the Place to Be podcast. Anyway, uh, hello, everyone. Hope uh, everyone is having a good week. Let me bring in the rest of the crew tonight. This gentleman is the Lone Star hero of Place to Be Nation and the PTB Wrestling Network. Good evening, Sheriff Pete Schermacher. How are you? Doing great, man. How's everyone doing? Uh, we're all doing great. Uh, it is weird to have you on this week. Um there's really nothing to talk about. I like these episodes where we have to kind of dig and invent. We've got some interesting things on our minds, though. Uh, let me bring in the other guy who's always got something on his mind, because his mind is never empty. The conscience of Place to Be Nation, Mr. Steve Willie. God, I wish my mind was empty. Like, what would that be like? <laughs> uh, I could say something, but <laughs> I, I was gonna, there are a few names I could say, but that probably wouldn't go over well. So, um, <laughs> Also, if you want to well, check I'll out say- the AEW podcast, we'll be dropping... <laughs> that wasn't what I was going for, but okay. Oh no. God, uh, we love you. Love you, Rich. <laughs> yes, we love you guys. Um, uh, the boogie and the chubby. All right, um, gentlemen, it's episode two hundred three. Uh, it's weird. We're kind of in a weird in between week. Um, there are no major shows this weekend. Next weekend, there's two. Uh, Friday night, the seventh of October, is Impact's Bound for Glory in Albany. It was supposed to be the next night in Danbury here in Connecticut, and I was planning on going. Not happening because they did not want to they did not want to compete against the other show that is happening that night on the eighth. And that is, of course, WWE's Extreme Rules from Philadelphia. But would you call uh, Impact really a, a major show or for that promotion, well, maybe? I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying, okay. I'm, trying, I'm trying to be a happy guy, Pete. I mean, I always consider I always consider Impact number three behind, obviously, AEW and, and WWE. Mm-hmm. ROH really doesn't count anymore because they're part no, of the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I can see that. And New Japan yeah. is not, and NWA is not even at Impact's level yet. So I always consider, I, I consider Impact number three. And Bomb for Glory has always been marketed as their wrestlemania so um so I yeah i think I, that's, fair, that's fair <laughs> what's the i unfortunately couldn't tell you the card i could tell uh, you some of it well let's take a look i i think it's isn't it uh is it josh and sammy for the title i think josh and uh eddie edwards oh and eddie oh eddie a ptb uh place we podcast alum uh let's see bound for glory we can take a look at the card real quick uh let's see um, that's right. Last year he fought Christian because that was the, that whole crossover thing. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So there's seven matches on the card. Um, Josh Alexander is indeed defending the uh, Impact World title against Eddie Edwards. Jordan Grace is defending the Imp- the Knockouts title against Masha Slamovich. Uh, the tag titles, Honor No More, Taven and Bennett, my guys, against the Motor City Machine Guns. That should be fun. It should be a lot uh, of fun, actually. That'll, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a hell of fun. That'll probably be the best match of the night. Uh, X Division title, Mike Bailey, my man, Speedball. Mike Bailey taking on Frankie K. That actually might be pretty fun, too. Uh, a career-threatening match between Mia Yim and Mickey James. If Mickey loses, she will retire. No wonder she hasn't gotten all those title shots in NWA, and they keep going to tie a Valkyrie. Um, the knockouts uh, tag titles are on the line. Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo, VXT, taking on Jessica and Taya Valkyrie. Jesus. Taya Valkyrie's all over the fucking place. Um, and then the Call Your Shot gauntlet, uh, a 2020 wrestler intergender gauntlet battle royal. The winner, oh, no. receives, a tr- the winner receives a trophy and a contract. They can invoke any time within one year for a championship match if they're choosing. The only uh, <clears throat> confirmed entrance, PCO, Rich Swan, Giselle Shaw, and Heath. Uh, I don't know. Who the hell's Heath? Oh, Heath, Heath Slater. Slater. I thought yeah. I, didn't realize, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize Impact went by the WWE thing of uh of no uh, you know. <laughs> I thought they did both names. Um anyway. You know oh no! What's I'm funny sorry. about Heath Slater. One year at Mania, at uh, New Orleans Mania, I ran at him. Oh, the, a few of us were at a Mexican restaurant, like this little side little thing, like maybe an hour before Mania is supposed to start, and this the jabroni is there because he's not on the card. <laughs> that's like the year. It was his family. Like so good for him. That's like the year everybody. Uh, that's like the year everybody uh, uh, at, at PTB in New Orleans. Uh, Kept running into Simon Gotch. <laughs> he was yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's that's uh, that is at the moment the uh, Bound for Glory card, um, and then the next night in Philadelphia is Extreme Rules uh, in Philly. I think I do know Mr. D'Amato and Mr. Morissette will be going to that show. Uh, I have something going on in the morning that day, so I could I couldn't go to Philly, um, but I was gonna supposed to go to I was gonna go to Danbury um, for Blount for Glory if it was that night that was the plan, but then they moved it. All right, there's six matches for Extreme Rules at the moment. Uh, the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Ridge, Holland, and Butch taking on Imperium, uh, a six man tag. This is the official title of the match: a six man tag team. Good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. And, of course, it is Gunther, our intercontinental champion, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. So let me tell you something. If that is an extension of the match that Gunther and Sheamus had at Clash at the Castle, give me this match every day and twice on Sunday because I just want to see six, you know, I just want to see meat slapping, and it's six meats slapping. So It has a lot of, like, uh, Freebirds Von Eric vibes to it. I mean, totally Mm. dynamics are different. I mean, but— But it has a lot of like the same elements of the type of a six man where you're expecting, you know, debauchery and, and, and a hard hitting and, and a lot right. of action. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Edge and Finn Balor in an I quit match. Uh, Bianca Belair will defend the Raw Women's title against Bailey in a ladder match. Drew McIntyre against Karrion Cross in a strap match. Matt Riddle will take on Seth freaking Rollins in a fight pit match. 
And finally, and this is uh, this might be the main event in an extreme rules match for the SmackDown women's title, Liv Morgan to defend against Ronda Rousey. So we, on our next episode in two weeks, we will do the postmortem of those two shows and see where we go from there. I'm really uh, curious about Bianca and Bailey. I think they could do something fun with that ladder. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, the official next show after that, gentlemen, uh, is on, I think it's a Sunday. Uh, no, but Saturday, October 22nd, when NXT has Halloween Havoc. Yes. Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's bring that. Let's, there's, there's an interesting uh, uh, little time uh, user and something you we could chat about, gentlemen. Of course, let's talk about Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. Historically, one of the more popular, um, one of the more popular D- WCW brands of all time, I think. I would say my personal opinion. You guys can obviously please chime in. I think probably the three most popular, maybe beloved is a better word, WCW brands, like pay per view brands, were probably uh, Starcade, Halloween Havoc, and Super Brawl. Those are the three that I... Pete, do you think there may be any others? Do you think maybe those yeah, are the yeah, three? I don't know. You throw the Great American Bash in it. Oh, yeah, of course. of course. And even at Bash of the Beach, you'd have to... I thought Bash of the Beach for a while actually almost came, became their, their their flagship because that's where Hogan debuted yeah. for them. Right. And it always seemed like they, they pushed that show. So, yeah, but but I thought Halloween Havoc won. The name is awesome. I mean, it's always been a great oh, yeah. name. When they first debuted, I thought that was a great name. And they've had a lot of big time matches and stuff from uh, that show, but yeah. I always thought it was neat that you could lean into the theme, but it's also not a crutch, like say an Extreme Rules or a Hell in the Cell, or like, oh, it's time for the Elimination Chamber. I guess we have to somehow shoehorn something in. You can do anything with the Halloween Havoc. Right. Let's let's look back and and let's let's uh, peruse a little bit. And go back to the past Havocs and see if there's any matches that strike, you know, that maybe we remember as being very good. Of course, the inaugural um, Halloween Havoc took place in 1989, uh, coincidentally in Philadelphia, where Extreme Rules is going to be. The main event of that show was uh, Flair and Sting against Funk and Muda in the Thunderdome with Bruno as the ref. Wow. Hmm. I remember that match being eh, not too bad. Um I can't think of what what was like the best match on this card. Uh, probably Samoan SWAT team against the the Midnights. Probably. Well, here's the card: Tom Zink, Zink Mike Rotunda, Samoan SWAT team MXE, Tommy Rich Cuban Assassin, Freebirds Dynamic. Here's Pete. Steve, here you go, Steve. Freebirds and the Dynamic Dudes. Bunch of unlikable people in that match. Uh, <laughs> Doom against the Steiners. That probably that was, was fun. That was yeah, a that good was match. Good. Uh, Luger Pillman. That was good. For the, for the U.S. title. Road Warriors Skyscrapers. And, uh, and Flair Sting with Ole against Funkin' Muda with Gary Hart in, uh, the Thunderdome match with, uh, Bruno as the ref. So. Kind of like a hit or miss uh, card. Yeah. Following year, 1990, they were in, uh, Chicago, uh, Mr. Willie. Weren't you at the show? I wish I went to these when I was a kid. I really <laughs> do. Um. So Havoc 90, uh, Tommy Rich, <laughs> Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton against uh, the Midnights. Wrong mm. match. Yeah. 
Terry Taylor versus Bill Irwin. Yeah. 12 minutes. Uh, Oof. Oof. I know. Brad Armstrong, <laughs> J.W. Storm. Yes. Five minutes, thankfully. The Master Blasters, of course, the uh, debut of Kevin Nash on pay-per-view. Against the Southern Boys, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong. Freebirds against the Renegade Warriors. My God, that match was 17 and a half minutes. Ooh. With little Richard uh, Marley, that's a part that I just don't remember. I don't either. Uh, I kind of do, actually. Um, Steiners against Nasties. I feel like Which that match was... Awesome match. And I, I remember running into uh, Knobs and Sags at a bar. And they told me that was their favorite match they ever did. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was for the uh, it was for the U.S. tag titles. Yeah, man, that uh, match was awesome. I remember asking him, "What's your favorite?" And then I marked because I go, "Same here." I thought that was your best match too. Hmm. I'll have to throw that in. Yeah. Uh, Junkyard Dog, Moon Dog, Rex. Oh, good lord! Thank God that match doesn't. <laughs> oh my God! I my my head turned, and I thought it. I thought the match was eighteen twenty, but that was the match under it. I'm like, oh my God! Seriously, <laughs> what is this? Nineteen eighty five? No, it was it was only three fifteen. Thankfully, there we go. Uh, Doom against Flair and Arn for the World Good Tag match. Titles. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the big upset, and I remember watching this going, "Holy shit!" And that's when Drew Wardlaw's two favorite guys. This is the total Drew Wardlaw match. Stan Hansen upset Lex Luger to win the U.S. title. That was a huge upset. I I would never thought that 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 Stan Hansen was going to win that match. Yeah, you, and then you the didn't main see event. Him much. It wasn't like a guy, right. I mean, he was more in Japan. You didn't really see him on TV yeah. in, in the U.S. Right. I thought he was retired. This, this, like the program he did with Luger was actually like a Stan Hansen special where he'd do this like in the territories in the 80s when he was going to Japan. Uh, we saw it in Memphis and we saw it in other places. Yeah, this was like something he'd glam onto and do this type of thing. And they do mm. the same exact, almost like the whole entire same gimmick with the bull rope and, and all this stuff. Right. And then the main event was, uh, oh, this is a freaking Nate special. St. Jamie's not here. Sting uh, successfully defended the NWA world title against uh, Sid. So there we go. Yeah, it was with Barry Windham as the fake Sting and all this stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, the following year, 1991, was at the, the UTC in Chattanooga. Um, oh, this is the epically awesome Chamber of Horrors match to open. Yeah. Sting, El Gigante. When I hear Halloween Havoc, this is one of the two matches I think of. Of course. Yep. Abdullah, Abdullah, Diamond Stud, uh, Cactus Jack, and Big Van Vader. And this, of course, is the match where the match where match. the match where fucking Cactus is sitting on the thing and he's trying to, or it's Abdullah. And the fucking, the, 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 there's, you know, the whole thing is you got to put down the, the handle. And of course, it had the rigged sparks. And the yeah. fucking handle fell down anyway. Oh, God. It was so great. Like, that's... Oh, it was tremendous. <laughs> The whole this thing. This is one of the matches that Pat Patterson just used to laugh at, like religiously. <laughs> he would have, uh, Pat, Pat would have made that match like 3,000 times better, even with these fucking eight slugs. Well, he always Sting laughed, Steiners like, and, you know, there's shock, shocking Abdullah and stuff. He thought it was like the <laughs> most hilarious thing. Oh, uh, it's terrible. But I can um, put on that match right now and enjoy it thoroughly. Pro- yeah, probably. <laughs> Not better even than watch thing. it. Just like it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. Better than. Better than this next match. Big Josh and PN News Oof. against the Creatures. Who the hell were the Creatures? Well, one of them has a link. Creature 1 was, uh, oh, Joey Mags. Okay. And Creature 2 has no link, so probably some loser. Uh, Bobby Eaton beat Terrence Taylor. I like Johnny how you Bad- that, like Mags isn't a loser. 
Mags. Well, <laughs> hey, look, at least Joey Mags has a uh, has a Wikipedia page, at least. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, uh, Johnny B. Bad defeated Jimmy Garvin. Dustin Rhodes and uh, Steve Austin wrestled to a time limit draw for the TV title. I remember like I remember liking that match, actually. Yeah, it's a good match. Bill Kazmaier defeated Oz. Garvin. Steve, you're a big Kaz fan. You love the Kaz. Come on. I, I, I love me uh, some strongest men. Uh, <laughs> um, the dream match for me was uh, Kazmaier versus Ted Arcidi. Thought that oh, would always Jesus. be a banger. What's, what's it? What was flowing more in that match, Nandrolone or Coke? <laughs> or both. Um, Van Hammer defeated Doug Summers. Oh, God, 1991 Doug Summers. Um, wow. Flying Brian defeated Richard Morton for the inaugural WCW Light Heavyweight Championship. The Halloween Phantom, we all know who that was, defeated Tom Zank. Of course, he would be revealed as Rick Rude. Uh, the Enforcers, oh, God, fucking Enforcers, baby. Arn and uh, Larry defeated the Patriots to retain the world tag titles. God, what a fucking team. God, they're such a great team. Um, and then the main event, Luger. I remember watching this match. I think I watched it live. I think I watched the show live. Now that I remember this main event, Luger defeated Ron Simmons in a two out of three falls match for the WCW title. 18 minutes and 59 seconds of Lex Luger and Ron Simmons. They actually had good matches together. If I, if I, if I'm not, if I'm not remembering right, I thought they had good chemistry together. I think they had good chemistry, but I don't think they had 19 minute chemistry. <laughs> Maybe they had like <laughs> nine minute chemistry, but hey, you know, at one point Luger was pretty damn good, and uh, and I think this is when Simmons was coming on. I mean, I, honestly, I think this is peak Simmons, 92 right. to yeah. 94. Really was really like, was at his peak. It's kind of like end 91 to like 93. You know, yeah. Um, now the following year back in Philly, and of course we all know this was the infamous, uh, one of the greatest, uh, gimmick matches ever. Uh, let's see. So Zink, Johnny Gunn and Shane Douglas against Arn, Michael Hayes and Bobby Eaton in a six man. Ricky Steamboat defeated Brian Pillman. Oh God. I have to watch good that match. match. Yeah. I have good to watch match. that match again. Uh, Vader defeated Nikita Koloff to retain the U S title. Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes. Versus yeah, that's, uh, that's when Vader, when they actually sent him out to actually fucking work up, work over Nikita. Yep. <laughs> to yeah. Get the fuck out of this promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, just potato him in the corner. Just potato. Yep. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, oh, I remember this match being pretty good. Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes versus Steve Williams and Steve Austin ended in a 30 minute draw for both the NWA and WCW tag titles. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh, Rude defeated uh, Chono by DQ for the NWA title with uh, Kens- uh, with Sasaki and Harley as special guest refs. Shitty match there, but they had a great one in Japan. It, yeah, the one they in did Japan, have a great one. Just to say, I couldn't remember if this one was any good. I remember seeing yeah. it in Japan. Well, this match is twenty-two minutes. Yeah, this is when Watts was telling the Japanese guys to, to dumb it down, slow it up. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Mm. Uh, Ron Simmons defeated the Barbarian to retain the world, the WCW world title. And of course, this is the Sting versus Jake Roberts um, coal miners glove match. So, 1993 was in uh, the Lakefront Arena in New Orleans. You know, you know that, that Sting Roberts match wasn't very good. I mean, I didn't think it was as bad as people say it is, but it was not good. But right. Their program was really good, though. Oh, yeah, the, the build was great. Yeah, the Cause, angle cause, I mean, where they debuted Jake was incredible, you know? Yeah, but I think we all kind of knew, unfortunately, that that match was probably not going to deliver. Probably no, not going to yeah. deliver. Um, 
1993 was in the Lakefront Arena in New Orleans. Ice Train, Charlie Norris, and the Shockmaster. How about that? <laughs> Defeated Harlem Heat, Harlem Heat and the Equalizer in a six-man tag. Paul Orndorff defeated Ricky Steamboat by countout. Good match. Lord, Lord Steven Regal wrestled Davey Boy Smith to a 15-minute draw for the TV title. Really good match. Yeah. yeah. Dustin Rhodes. No wrong during this yeah. time period. Absolutely not. Just 93 run. Anybody for 10, 15 minutes and do all the time yeah. limits. And... Totally. Dustin Rhodes defeated Steve Austin to win the U.S. Good. title. Another good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nasty Boys defeated Marcus Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio to win the, te- the WWE. Uh, I think another good match, too. Yeah. yeah. Sting defeated Sid in a rematch from three years earlier. Uh, I thought Rick this Rude. was better. Yeah. Rick Rude defeated Flair by DQ. Terrible. The international title. Um. And in the main event, Vader defeated Cactus Jack in a Texas death. Strong match, yeah. yeah. Wow, I'm that's a good card. The, yeah, I'm going through the 93 yearbook slowly right now. And uh, I just got through the Vader Cactus Jack stuff on, on Saturday night. And it's good stuff. Oh, it was so, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. That's when and he lost I his th- year, right? 93? Yeah, like I remember watching that when it first aired and being terrified with that Cactus Jack powerbomb. And looking yeah. back at it, it wasn't that bad. It was bad, but it wasn't yeah. that bad. It was no, just, not at all. It was the selling and the yeah, way they presented it. Yeah, they played it up, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They like basically stopped the show, and you know, even Jesse Ventura became concerned and went yeah. out there, which it's is unheard of. Yeah, it's one thing if like Jim Ross would you know talk in a hushed tone, but it was like Ventura was not joking around. He went out there, and I think didn't Ventura hop in the the ambulance, ambulance with Cactus yeah. Jack too, and he never protected the baby faces. No, you know? Steve, you got we got to talk about those yearbooks after the show. I, oh I, God, so good. I'm starting to think about wanting to maybe uh, maybe jump in. 1994, of course, uh, in uh, at the Joe in Detroit. Of course, we remember that uh, main event. Uh, Johnny B. Bad wrestled the Honky Tonk Man to a toe. Uh, we all know what started happening in '94. Uh, wrestled the Honky Tonk Man <laughs> to a 10-minute draw for the TV title. Oh, God. Pretty wonderful. Defeated Stars and Stripes uh, for in the uh, for the uh, they uh, won the W uh, the uh, tag titles. Dave Sol- uh Evad Evad and Kevin Sullivan wrestled to, to a countout. Uh, D- well, Dave Sullivan won. Dustin Rhodes defeated Arn. Of course, that was that whole storyline in '94 with uh, you know Stud Stable and all that. Yeah. Uh, Jim Duggan defeated Steve Austin by DQ to retain the U.S. title. Vader defeated the Guardian Angel. <laughs> Nasty Boys defeated Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck. And of course, the main event was Hogan and Flair in a cage with Hogan as the with uh, Mr. T as the ref. And of course, Flair I think had to retire. That, this show was this show was garbage. <laughs> Every this Hogan is, crony like, you can think of feels like a WWE house show. Honestly, it really does. It's not it's not Halloween Havoc '94. It's like MSG '90. Yeah, it's really, it's like yeah. What the fuck it is. Oh my god. 1995, back at the Joe, uh, Johnny B. Bad against DDP. Johnny B. Bad wins the uh, TV title. They always had good chemistry together. They They did. I agree. That match was 17 minutes. Uh, Randy Savage defeated the Zodiac. Uh, Kurosawa defeated Road Warrior Hawk. I watched this pay-per-view recently. Sabu defeated Mr. JL. That's your guy. Mr. JL. Lex Luger defeated Meng by DQ. Sting and Flair defeated Pillman and Arn by DQ. Of course, that's when isn't that when Flair turned on him? 
Was yeah, that this it was match? a good match, but you everyone saw it happening. Yeah, I mean, it was oh, like yeah. inevitable. Everyone except for Sting and the Bookers, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hogan beat the Giant in that sumo monster truck thing where Giant went off the Cobo Hall roof. Um, Savage defeated Luger. Was Jordan at this show? Was what? Was Jordan, Jordan at this show? At this show? Not, honestly, uh, I think he, I think he might've been. I think he was. I think he was. Um, and then the main event, of course, the giant ended Hogan's reign as champion winning by DQ. Thanks to Jimmy Hart and some phantom contract, something. So. All right. Now we get into the, uh, the, uh, NWO era, Halloween Havoc 96 from, uh, and I think this is when the MGMs started. Yeah, uh, this was, they were hot shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really were hot shows. This was a, this was actually these next like three years are hot. Uh, yeah. Halloween Havoc. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, right out of the gate, Dean and Ray for the cruiserweight title. So immediately. Great match. Uh, DDP Eddie for the Battle Bowl ring. That was a fun match. Yeah, that was a fun match. The Giant against Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Pete, that I was don't not a fun. It. I don't either. Uh, Six defeated Chris Jericho. Uh. Lex Luger defeated Arn, uh, Steve McMichael. Pause, baby. We love you, Mongo. We're always thinking of you. And Chris Benoit defeated the Faces of Fear in a tag. Uh, the Outsiders defeated Harlem Heat to uh, win the uh, tag titles. And Hogan defeated Savage uh, to retain the world title. So uh, Now probably, guys, probably one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time, Halloween Havoc 1997. Uh, which took place, uh, again, at MGM Grand. Uh, Yuji Nagata defeated Ultimo Dragon by submission. That was a fun match. Yeah. Yep. Chris Jericho defeated Guido by submission. Also a good match. Uh, of course, this match, arguably, many consider maybe the, the greatest. The other match, though, Jericho almost broke his neck, but yeah. Oh, right. That's right. Um, this next match, of course, many consider. I have it on my... WCW match list. I think I have it at like five or six. Uh, maybe somebody, many consider the greatest match of the Nitro era, and that is, of course, Ray and Eddie, title versus mask for the uh, Cruiserweight title. Many consider it maybe one of the greatest WCW matches of all time. Incredible um, match. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely amazing match. Um, Alex Wright defeated Mongo. Jacqueline defeated Disco Inferno. Kurt Hennig defeated Flair by DQ uh, for the U.S. title. Lex Luger and Scott Hall in a no contest with uh, Larry Zbysko as guest ref. Savage defeated DDP in the Las Vegas sudden death match, which is great. All those yeah. fucking Savage DDP matches in 97 were, were freaking amazing. Whoever would have thought I, Savage was going to be so giving to DDP in that feud, you know? I know, right? I never thought that at all. What do you think, Steve? I never thought that it's at like, all, even back. The one guy, well, and DDP still says to this day that that's what made his career, was that, right. that feud. and. I think Savage just, uh, you know, I've read so much and watched so much about Savage. And I think that he just saw DDP, someone like him, who is like really meticulous in laying out their matches. Like both of them are known for laying out every spot ahead of time. I agree with that. I agree with that. They like the meticulous, but they also had female valets. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I totally buy into that completely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then the main event, Piper beat Hogan in a cage match. So, uh, then we came to 1998, which is one of the most infamous pay-per-views of all time and not in a good way. Um, also at the MGM grand, uh, you had, uh, Chris Jericho beat Raven by submission to retain the TV title. 
Wrath defeated Ming. Uh, Disco Inferno defeated Hoovy. So go back to that, that Jericho Raven match. I think it's one of the most underrated matches of all time. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll huh. Move off of that. Yeah. I don't really remember that match. Do you remember that match, Steve? No, I don't. I, I don't either. Was, I thought call. they told a great, great story. So. Okay. Good call, Pete. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sit down and watch that one. Chris Jericho Raven, WCW TV title match from Halloween Havoc 1998. Uh, Wrath defeated Ming. Alex Wright defeated Fit Finley. Saturn defeated Lodi. Oh, God. Kidman, Kidman retained the Cruiserweight title over Disco Inferno. Uh, <laughs> Rick Disco Steiner. Inferno wrestled twice. I know. Uh, Rick Steiner and Buff Bagwell defeated the Giant and Scott Steiner to win the tag titles. And then Rick Steiner defeated Scott Steiner in a, in a singles match. Of course, Scott was in the uh, NWO by then. Scott Hall defeated Kevin Nash by countout. Bret Hart defeated Sting by countout, by knockout, to retain the, t uh, the U.S. title. Hogan defeated the Warrior in 14 minutes of shit. And then uh, Goldberg defeated DDP in a match because uh, the Hogan-Warrior match was, the, the, the match was 14-18, which was 13-18 too long. And of course, the, <laughs> yeah. and of course as everyone knows, the, uh, the pay-per-view feed cut out in yeah. the middle of a Goldberg-DDP match, um, which was a great match. But of course, you had to watch it for free because, and they had to refund everybody because this was about the time the WSW started getting stupid. Um, so there you go. So that's 98. Uh, 99 uh, was uh, back at MGM Grand. Uh, Disco Inferno defeated Lash LaRue to uh, retain the Cruiserweight title. Harlem Heat defeated the Filthy Animals and the First Family to uh, So this, to win now, this is now Russo-era pay-per-view, huh? Uh, he just... This might have been the last one before he came in. I don't think he had his hands on this one yet. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, he might have. I don't think he was totally in the creative. He was gone. He wasn't at WWF. I think he was in between at this point. I don't think he started okay. doing anything till. Uh, I don't think he started doing anything till Mayhem. Okay. Uh, yeah. Eddie Perry Saturn, Brad Armstrong Berlin, Steiner Benoit for the TV title, Total Package Brett, Sting Hogan for the world title, Goldberg Sid for the U.S. title. DDP Flair in a strap match, and then Goldberg beat Sting to win the world title at the end of the night. So there were two world title matches that night. Sting beat Hogan, and then Goldberg beat Sting. And then the final Halloween Havoc of the WCW era was uh, in 2000, also at uh, MGM Grand. Um, yeah. Oh, boy, this is Russo-rific. Yeah. Oh yeah, you want some? You want some Russo here, Pete? Here we go. Uh, Natural Born Thrillers defeated the Filthy Animals and the Boogie Knights uh, for, in a three-way for the World t Tag Titles. We have Reno at this point. It was Disco uh, and uh, Alex Wright. Disco okay. and Alex Wright. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Unfortunately, fair, Reno. I, I turned it off on, on WCW. I gave up when. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, Reno uh, defeated Sergeant Awall. For the hardcore title. Misfits in action defeated the perfect event. Oh, God. The Filthy Animals, the other half, defeated Shane and Tori Wilson in an intergender tag match. Buff Bagwell defeated uh, David Flair in a, oh, God, in a first blood DNA match. <laughs> Jesus, oh, God. This is, fucking, this is fucking totally Russo. Um, Mike Sanders, well, that tells that explains everything, defeated Ernest Miller by countout in a kickboxing match. How do you have a countout in a kickboxing match? Because it's Vince Russo. 
Um, I, mean, I mean, you know, you get these ideas, but like first blood DNA match. I mean, what the fuck? I, I mean, know, seriously. That doesn't even sound good coming out of my mouth. No, it, I mean, it actually sounds gross, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was no check. There's no check for Russo at this point. Nope. Yeah. Oh, and not shit. he was booking for himself. Like, I don't, I, who, yeah. like, who is this for? Uh, um, Mike Awesome defeated Vampiro. Uh, General Rection defeated Lance Storm and Jim Duggan in a handicap match for the U.S. Uh, title. Jeff Jarrett defeated Sting. Booker T defeated Scott Steiner by DQ uh, for the world title. And then Goldberg. Oh, look at this. Oh, my God. Look at this main event. Ooh. Goldberg defeated Chronic in a handicap elimination match. Chronic, Chronic, Chronic. Thank God the match Amen. is only 340. Oof. That is not pretty. So that, of course, was the last uh, Halloween Havoc of the WCW era. And then, of course, during the pandemic in 2020, uh, NXT brought it back. Um, The main event there was Io Shirai in a tables, ladders and scares match defeated Candice LeRae for the women's title, which is easily better than any match General Rection could have ever been in. Um, (laughs) The rest of this match, let's see, this card actually is not bad. Johnny Johnny uh, Gargano defeated Damian Priest to win the North American title in 21 minutes in a Devil's Playground match. Santos Escobar defeated Jake Atlas. Dexter Loomis defeated Cameron Grimes by submission. Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Gonzalez. And Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae. And then last year's Halloween Havoc uh, was uh, also during the pandemic. Toxic Attraction defeated Io Shirai and to- Zoe Stark. And Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada to win the uh, NXT tag women's tags in a triple threat scare way to hell. Joe Gacy defeated Malik Blade. Roderick Strong defeated Odyssey Jones. Mandy Rose defeated Raquel Gonzalez. And that's when she won the NXT women's title. Imperium defeated MSK to win the tag titles. And Ciampa defeated Braun Breaker by pinfall to retain the NXT title. So there you go. There's your history. There's your quick history lesson on Halloween Havoc. So, I don't know, what were some of the best matches? I, I, obviously, Ray and Eddie. Um, what's that match we have to watch? Oh, that, uh, was it Dustin? Raven Jericho, match? it'd be worth watching. Um, oh, Raven Jericho, yep. i say Ray and uh, and Dean had a good match. Um, yep, 96. What was the one we were just talking about, Steve? Dustin and, no. What was it? Yeah, there was uh, the, the half-hour time limit. That was William Oh, yeah, Austin. it was... Uh, yeah, Austin and Steve them. Williams against, yeah, yep. That's a good so, one. Just to make our own personal Nasty Halloween Steiners Havoc. Steiners is awesome. Um, yes, Nasty Steiners from 93. Yeah, Midnight's versus Rich and uh, and uh, Morden was good. Um, yep. Pillman and want, was really good. Yeah. If you want to watch entire Halloween Havocs, probably the two best to watch would probably be 93 and probably yeah. 97. Probably the two best. And maybe the first half of 98. I would stop watching it, Hogan Warrior. <laughs> after, the, after that, you can walk away. You're not going to miss much. Um, well, which, which is the one with Cactus? In, uh, is that 93? Yep, Vader. that was 93. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. every match. Yeah, almost every match at 93 was, was, Good. Uh, was pretty great. Yeah. It was pretty great. So if you want to watch entire, entire uh, shows... I would uh, we suggest 93 and 97 and probably these last two years for NXT. They're, they're both pretty good, pretty good shows. Um, 
Bound for Glory. I can't think of anything. <laughs> I don't even remember half the cards. The only one uh, I remember ever watching from the only what? Option C. Option C. That's still the only one I ever, to this day. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. It's just Pink turning slips. in your belts for so, the. So we're back to it being really not that important of a show. Correct. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, the only one I ever bought, and that's because I was back. That was when I was uh, writing it for our for our message board back in the day. Was um, uh, 2013. It was in San Diego. The main event was AJ and Bully. Yeah, we did that one together. We were doing that on yeah, the book. Uh, yep. That was when like yep. Bully pulled back the ring apron the ring thing. and yep. showed the boards. Yep. And right. Yep. Wasn't like Sting versus Rude on there too, or maybe it was Aldis no, it was versus Sting Rude. Versus, uh, it was Sting versus uh, Aldis or Aldis, Magnus. Yeah. Like it was Sting versus Magnus for Aldis versus Aldis. Um, there was a tag in that too. Let me see. I think there was a tag match in that. Uh, that was pretty good too. But I remember they they were doing like wide shots of the crowd. And there was literally like there was fucking three thousand people there. But they probably shouldn't have done wide shots of the Viejas Arena. They probably <laughs> should have had everybody sit close. But no. Uh, let me think. Oh, the Bromans, Jesse Godders and Robbie E. Good grief. Um, Chris Sabin defeated Manic. Austin Aries, Jeff Hardy, and Samoa Joe in an Ultimate X match to win the the uh, X Division title. I probably remember that. Like uh, the Broman, the Bromans defeated Gunner and James Ugh. Storm to win the tag titles. Gunner, Gail uh, Kim defeated Brooke and ODB to win the Knockouts title. Bobby Roode defeated Kurt Angle. That yes, that's probably, that was, that was good. Was, yeah. EC3 defeated Norv Furnum. Yes, that's um Pretty Pete Avalon. Oh, this. librarian. The librarian. Yeah, he had like the jobber gimmick in TNA for a while. And then they... That's right. Isn't he still a jobber? Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Now he's, an, now he's an indie jobber. Uh, Magnus defeated Sting by submission. And then the main event, AJB Bully in a no DQ match for the TNA title. I remember a couple of those matches. matches being okay, but but um, but this is the whole thing about uh, 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 style. AJ was the whole... Um, uh, when AJ left with the belt and this was kind of the beginning of the AJ being like that hot guy kind of thing for those few couple of years. He left TNA in 13. It was had really those confusing. Couple, yeah. Then he had those couple of years in Japan and him and knock tore the house down. And then of course he made his big, uh, he made his WWE debut at the 2016 uh, Royal rumble. Yeah. They were uh, trying to yeah, do like a got, summer of punk type thing. Huge. Yeah. He's already wrestled more matches in six years in WWE than he did in 11 years in TTA. That's what happens when you, you know, you're, you do pay-per-views every month and doing yep. a couple of shows a week, including house shows, you know? Right. Yep. And you're putting on, you know, killer, uh, killer shows every week, so. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the Rumble, I mean, I saw him in the... Uh... Because I bought my just got my Rumble ticket today for uh, this year, next year's Rumble, and uh, I went to the one in San Antonio in 2017, and him and Cena just fucking had an incredible match. Yes, that was of oh, course yeah, those, uh, that was like, that was the match uh, that was the match that Cena tied the record, right? Yeah, it felt like it was a five star match at the, at the building. It wasn't on tape, but it but it was up there. You know, it was an incredible, mm. incredible match. Incredible yes, I know show, the, if I'm not mistaken, it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I do remember. Well, Orton won the Rumble. I do remember that because then yeah. him and 
him and Cena, uh, him and uh, Bray had the uh, LED cockroach match at WrestleMania or, or slugs or oh, worms or whatever, whatever the fuck they did. Um, uh, that's right. There is a PTB contingent going to San Antonio. Yeah. I wish I could join you guys. I can't. Yeah, I can't come this time. I wish I could join you guys. Um, uh, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, of all the pay-per-views i always think that the wwe i think the rumble they do the rumble the best honestly uh i've I've been to three rumbles oh i will be this will be my third one and every one i've ever gone to has been awesome so i mean Mm. now you went to 17 what was the other one you went to I went to uh, freaking the year big john stud won the rumble and he was oh 89 at the summit yeah. I thought you were going to say 07 in San Antonio. I didn't know yeah, you were going to say 89. A, yeah, I got uh, a Christmas present. Me and my brother got like had eighth row seats on at the fucking Rumble. So you got eighth row seat to watch Ultimate Warrior get beat up with the bulwark by Rick Rude. Yep. As a kid, I loved it. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I think I was, uh, God, well, I was, I was 16, 17 at the time. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, how many Rumbles have you been to, Steve? Gosh, I don't know. Um, just the one, I think, in uh, Pittsburgh, the the infamous one. Oh, oh wow. the okay. with Roman and uh, uh, Punk Punk's last match, and everyone thinking Brian was going to win it, and yeah, Reagan booed right. out of the building. Yeah. Um, I've been to two, both in the same city. Uh, I, went, I went to 2015 at uh, in Philly with. Uh, the Rock getting more heel heat than anybody because he was just standing next to Roman Reigns. Uh, little, little do we know what would happen seven years later. And uh, three years later, 2018 at, in Philly, and that was the uh, the dual Japanese winners, Asuka and uh, and Nock. And that, of course, was when Ronda came out for the first time. So that was kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, speaking the, of... The, 80, the 89 Rumble, I always loved because, you know, you got... You had Andre and Hogan and Warrior. I mean, all those guys are in there, and uh, it was just fun. I mean, it was like a who's who, right? It really was. And uh, yeah, I remember. I th- did I watch that show live? I think I did. I think I think a buddy of mine bought that uh, bought that pay per view. And um, at that time, and then it was it, had, it hadn't been polished yet, where they became the winner goes to WrestleMania type stuff. No, no, right? No, that didn't happen till. Uh, well, obviously, '92 it was for the title, and to this yeah. day, probably still the greatest, uh, still the greatest Royal Rumble match of all time. Yeah. And then starting in '93, uh, it was for the number one content. It was for the yeah. title shot, except of course 2016 when Roman Reigns went in as champion, and we, of course we all know. What. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of, uh, of course, you know we got looking at the pay per view schedule. Um, obviously extreme rules. We won't go through all those matches. Um, uh, then they have their usual Saudi Arabian slop, uh, for the first time though, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe this is the first time that the Saudi Arabia show will be on a weekend, right? Were they, aren't they normally on Fridays or something? Pretty sure this is the first during the week. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first Saudi Arabian show that's going to be on a weekend. Um, again, not that it matters. Saudi Arabian shows usually don't have any storyline. They're kind of like a glorified house show. Um, and then from there, we will go to Survivor Series. And that's a topic we'll talk about, guys. Survivor Series is uh, in November, the Saturday of uh, Thanksgiving weekend up at uh, the TD Garden in Boston. Um, I know a couple guys going. Mr. Rosero and I will not be going. 
Uh, well, actually, I think we're going to the because the SmackDown the night before uh, the go home SmackDown is actually in Providence. So I think right now the way we're chatting, I think we're going to go to the SmackDown show because I usually go to visit uh, my PIC every Thanksgiving weekend. So I think him and I are going to go and a few other maybe a couple others will probably go to the uh, the SmackDown. I'm in a SmackDown. God, when the fuck last time I was at a SmackDown? Jesus. It's got to be over 10 years. I think. Well, that's the last SmackDown you the last time I was at WWE TV was the day that the network launched. What year was that at this point? 2014. It was the night after uh, Elimination Chamber. Yep. Was, last uh, right. live TV I went to, I went with my buddy and his girlfriend, who was a total Toba Divas fan. <laughs> and this is when they set up the... Uh, I guess it was the Brie Bella Stephanie McMahon match. Oh and, God! <laughs> and they pinned her against the whatever, and she didn't think they had enough Total Divas stuff. I go, no, this this is this is way more than you would normally have. This yeah, exactly. As yeah. much as you could possibly want. Not enough for you. Too much for the rest of us. Yeah, uh, exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember the last. The last Raw I went to. Was the night after that, that was the Raw I went to, yeah. The last Raw I went to was, I think, it was after one of the Brooklyn Summer Slams. I want to say 2017, I think. Yeah, might have been 2017. I think was uh, the Raw. I was in a suite. A buddy, a friend of mine who worked for CBS, my client, uh, his his wife's company had a suite at Barclays and. And he's, he knew I was a fan. He's like, oh, I got a, I got an extra ticket. You want to come? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to come. Because uh, I was there the night before in another suite <laughs> for SummerSlam. So I was on the other side of the building for the Raw. And that, that was that was kind of fun. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the last Raw. SmackDown. Fuck. Um, I couldn't even tell you. 2009, probably. Maybe. 2010. Yeah, it's been... It's been definitely over a decade since yeah, I was at. I've never been to a SmackDown TV taping, so yeah. I went to a few because they used to come up here to Bridgeport a lot in the late 2000s. I remember Rotella and I, because he used to get tickets from his cousin, um, who worked for WWE at the time. Oh, actually, still does. I don't think he's did John retire yet. No, he didn't. Um, this was back when WWE. Laurinaitis. CW. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Is he gone yet? Yeah. <laughs> if there's if there's one guy that would that, that I could see being related to John Laurinaitis, it is Matt Rotella. Um <laughs> he uh he um yeah, he used to get his tape. But this was back no, this was back during the WWE CW era. Um, because they used to tape after SmackDown um on Tuesdays. So I remember going to a few of those when like Christian was champion and Ezekiel Jackson and those, those oh, yeah. guys. So it, was, it had to have been like, yeah, it was, it had to have been like 2009, 2010, I think was the last time I was at um, a SmackDown, but we'll be going in uh, November. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I've covered every big four. Yeah. I've only been to one Survivor Series, 2008 in Boston. How many have you been at, Pete? Zero. Zero. Steve, you been in any Survivor Series? No, I was at the NXT War Games right before Survivor Series with my kids. <coughs> oh, okay. We didn't we didn't go to the Survivor Series. Okay. This is not yeah. a show that interests me. Yeah, I've been to NXT one. show was that, that NXT show was great. Oh was yeah. The one that uh, Kevin Owens came back for one night. Oh yes, he, that's right. 
I was and hoping then, he came uh, out in his, uh, in his uh, duct tape shirt, and he didn't. I was kind of pissed. That's something uh, I really miss is the NXT when they'd go on tour. Uh, and they, I mean, I'm looking at an autographed San, San Antonio poster I went to in 2016. I am over here, and I'm like, I'm looking at, okay, Bobby Roode and Samoa Joe versus Nakamura and Finn Balor. We had Asuka versus Nia Jax. We had the Revival versus Gargano. Yeah, it's incredible. He's fucking incredible. We had yeah. Tommy versus Austin Aries. I had Almas versus Wesley Blake. Bailey and Carmella versus Mandy Rose. <laughs> and, and Daria. What's her name now? Um, uh, she's on the main roster. Um, she's... What's her name? Oh, Rachel Gonzalez, or no, 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 no. Um, oh God, the, she did the MMA gimmick for a bit. Um, oh, Shayna Baszler. No, the one God. who uh, uh, she, she got. She was the GM for a bit. Uh, oh, Sonya uh, Deville. Yes. Okay. And then you had Mojo Raleigh versus Murphy. I mean, which is a it was a fun freaking show. Mm. Yeah, those were we went for a, a few. And you can get like front row seats for like eighty bucks. Yeah. And they were like they were like indie shows with big names on them. Yeah, like, and most gotta, most would say like two thousand. For me, it was like they were getting like two thousand people in the building type stuff. But yeah, I mean, and then they did, did Turner Hall, which Ring of Honor did a lot, which didn't hold that many people, but it was just a great venue. And we have like a, a picture of like Dakota Kai hugging my oldest. Cool. Um, um, let's, I, I got a hug from Bailey though. It was like didn't wash myself for like a year. Um, <laughs> uh, like yeah, like uh, the last one I went to uh, was when Riddle was pretty high on top, and uh, after the main event, he took my phone and did like a selfie with me and my kid. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just like stuff that you don't. Yeah, they there were basically no rules. They they would just go out and. And and just do an old school house show. Yeah, exactly. And there was really no one there to to tell them no. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They do some walking, some talking. They'd work. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, the and the, and the the indie guys especially knew how to how to do it. They knew how to work those type of shows. The guys who had been around quite a yeah. bit. I think it was when uh, the last one was when Finn Balor came back to NXT. So you could tell he was having a time of his life. Yeah, the one I saw, I just mentioned. I mean, I've, I've been to two or three of them, or maybe four of them. But this is the uh, show where Finn Balor. This is one. This is like his last NXT show before he went to the roster and then won the title, and then uh, he was injured in the same match. Yep. Mm. Um. Yeah, I. Uh, the only NXT show I've ever. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I've been to. Two NX two two. Well, no, I uh, one the three NXT shows. I think I went to uh, Takeover Philly in 2018, which had arguably for me to this day still the greatest NXT match I've ever watched, which was Andrade and Johnny. That match is just that. Oh, words that, can't that describe. feud was incredible. I mean, yeah, they, words they, can't they describe how much chemistry. That match was yeah. so good. Yeah, words can't describe how much I love that match. Yeah, uh, then I, point, I thought I thought Andrade was the best worker on the planet at that point. Yeah, yeah. he was he was great. He really was. He was great. Uh, then I saw. Then I went to the NXT. I guess it was NXT 30 or 25, whatever that one was. It was in Bridgeport up here. It was the last live show I went to before the pandemic. 
It was June of it was on my birthday. It was June of 19. And that was uh, the Street Profits won the title. So everybody got solo cups. And then. Um, uh, then um, that was the first Johnny Adam Cole match. Uh, Johnny retained and then Cole won the title. I think the next show okay. was three. So and then I saw Stand and Deliver this past April in Dallas. Uh, the Braun, the first Braun uh, um, Dolph match. Yeah, but that's five uh, or six, and I've, I've seen like three of them that have been pay per views, and I think I've been seeing three or four. I mean, I've seen seven. I've done three or four like house shows of it, of it, and and they're all they always always deliver, you know. Right. Yeah. I think I've seen four house shows and maybe two takeovers, maybe no three takeovers, because I had the one where. Um, get to see Nigel after the match because, like, I think we talked about it this time. Like, Nigel almost did stuff with us back in the back in the early days of PTBN when he uh, started his own yes. podcast. Yeah. Um, and so he had talked to me a couple times, and um, it was really cool. He like climbed up in the bleachers after the show to take yeah. a picture with with Alex and I. Hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the only, wait, did I go in 20? Oh no, wait a minute. Did I go in 2019 to the one in, oh no. Uh, I also went to the one in Brooklyn before Mania 35 in MetLife. Oh yeah, you had the Bailey, uh, Sasha match? Bailey, Mm. no, that was before SummerSlam. You're talking about the. The like where the horsewomen started? No, that was um okay. That was before SummerSlam 15. That was the first one in Brooklyn. So okay. Was, uh, we were at the Ring of Honor show that that night. Yes, when uh, the, and I think the stadium at the stadium, and I think uh, Bushwhacker Luke just walked by my car. No um, let's see NXT Takeover. I got to see what that card was. Uh, Takeover Brooklyn. I don't think it's this one, but um, yeah, the one you're talking about, uh, uh. Oh, no, I've been to a couple of... What am I talking about? I've been to a ton of takeovers. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, you're thinking of the one in 2015. Yeah. Uh, Pete, that's the one with... Uh, that's the... that's the, And the main event was Finn and uh, Owens. And then Owens that's left. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the one in... I went to the one in uh, 2016. That's the one I went to. Let me look at all the takeovers. Uh, let's see. Takeover, Fatal Four Way, Our Evolution. I didn't go to that one. Full Sail, K Bailey. Did you go to the one in Dallas, Steve? And that's uh, I know you didn't go. Pete, did you go to the one in Dallas in sixteen? Yes. The one with the uh, what did that uh, knock debut? Not uh, knock debuted, right? And Oscar. Yeah, with Zane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the one. This is the first one I went to. Brooklyn Two, August of sixteen, and that was. Uh, the main event was Knock Joe. That was during the Knock Joe run when those two were fucking killing each other. Um, Austin Aries, No Way Jose. Oh, my God. Look at this card. Austin Aries, No Way Jose. Ember Moon, Billy Kay. Bobby Roode. That's when Bobby Roode made his debut, and he beat he beat uh, Andrade, actually. Uh, the first. Oh, my God. This card's amazing. The first revival DIY match. Um. Oscar Bailey and then knock Joe. Yeah, that match is fucked. That, that, this card was great. This was uh, August of 16 in Brooklyn. Then they did Toronto. I wasn't at that one. 
Did you go to the one in San Antonio in 17? Uh, yeah, Pete? yeah, I did. I remember Roderick Strong and Almas and Andrade was awesome. The Authors of Pain and DIY was awesome. Rude and Monac was really good. Asuka, Four Away was good. Yeah, the whole show, I remember being really good. Yeah, Rude. That's when Rude won the title. I was pumped. I, I, yeah. I, I, I was a Rude, rude mark, so... Um, so I didn't yeah, go to that almost one. Drew, like almost grew, drew 10,000 people for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it really did. Steve, did you go to the one in, uh, May of 17, the one in Chicago? Which one was that? Uh, so bad with years and months now. Uh, Roddy, Eric Young, Pete Dunn, Bait. Pete, that's when Pete Dunn won the UK title. Oscar, Nikki Ruby, Bobby, Day yep. Otami, and Authors of Pain and DIY. Yep, that was. Is that the one where? Is that, that where? Was, uh, wasn't a uh, Gargano and Champa like false count anywhere one as well? I think this is the one where he is. This one returned where he. Uh, That's a feud that almost like killed me. I mean, honestly, because it was such a good feud to start, and right. then it just almost like what the fuck? It just kept going. It's just going, like, going, are you really yeah. going back to it? Are you kidding me? Right. Then uh, I went to take over three in Brooklyn. That was a few that almost like they did. They burnt through like ten years of programs in like two years. <laughs> right? Did I go to the show? Drew beating Rude? No, I did not. I watched this on on TV. I don't go. I went. Didn't go to that one live. Uh, then the then the war game started, and then here's the one. I was at this one. Take over Philadelphia, January of eighteen. See what this card is. Undisputed Era against Authors of Pain, Velveteen against Cassius Ono, Ember against Shayna, Alistair against Cole in an Extreme Rules match. I remember liking that match. And then Al, yeah, Almas and Johnny. Holy shit, that match was that match was thirty two nineteen. Yeah, that yeah, match didn't felt like it. that match felt. I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I don't have that kind of experience that you guys do. Maybe in watching them, but. The match felt very New Japanish to me. Kind of the way yeah, the story. I, I, I felt. I thought it felt like old school wrestling because they were working a psychology of. Uh, I remember working them working. I think it was some serious network on it. Uh, I thought everything made sense. And that was NXT. That was the first NXT match Dave gave five stars to. Yeah, I thought it was. I felt. I thought it felt very eighties. Uh, mm. with like modern moves type stuff. Uh, right. the psychology. Yep. And that was the uh uh and that's and and when I did my top one hundred But um, when you bring up the new Japanish, I can totally buy that too, because there's like a shit ton of false finishes that right. was popularized in all Japan and New Japan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was yeah. like this big slow build that kept going and, and some of the, like the best New Japan matches that are half an hour it doesn't feel like a half an hour. It just keeps yeah. building. And then yeah. like a 15 minute or 20 minute call comes. Yep. And then boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, yep. So, so fucking good. Uh, then there was new Orleans. Did you go to that one, Pete? Uh, I want to say yes. Um, yes, I did. One. Yeah. That's when the Viking Raiders debuted. Yes, I was. Yep. Did you go to that one, Steve? You were down there, right? No, uh, we were at the Brett and I and uh, Todd Weber were at the Ring of Honor show that oh, okay. uh, is, I think, still going on right now. <laughs> it just folded right into uh, AEW. That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think who I was with. I remember I was with Johnny P, 
me, and there's another couple few of us. I can't remember who all fucking was with, but yeah. Um. Then Chicago two. That was Champa Johnny in a Chicago street fight. Yeah, that's fight. the one I was thinking about. Yep, I was at that one. Oh God, Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. Yay, yummy. <laughs> um. <laughs> good, good grief. Um, Lars Sullivan because he was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> he just thought he was so goofy looking. Then uh, I actually thought he was gonna do. I thought he was gonna be do big money on the on the big roster until he you know fucked up. But yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was so goofy, I thought he'd get over. And uh, then they went back to Brooklyn. Then they did War Games. I didn't go to that one. Then they did uh, Phoenix because that was before the Rumble. Then I was at this show, Takeover New York. That was April of nineteen. Uh, and that was, yep, yeah, that was oh, actually, I said, oh, I'm sorry. That was, jo- that was Johnny Cole, two out of three falls. That's right. That was that match. War Raiders, Alistair Black, Ricochet. That match was good. Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, Walter against Pete Dunn. That match was great. That match was fucking great. Uh, Shayna, Bianca, EO, and Kyrie Sane, and then Johnny and Cole. Yep. And then I went to, it was 25. So I went to back-to-back takeovers because then the next one was takeover 25. In Bridgeport on my birthday, and that's when Cole. Okay, so I was wrong. So I actually did see Adam Cole win the NXT belt. It was in Bridgeport. So the two out of three falls was in April, Mania weekend, and then Adam won the belt in Bridgeport at 25, and that was the last NXT show I was at until uh, until um, this past April in uh, um, Dallas. So. Um, speaking of war games, guys, why don't we, uh, why don't we chomp a little bit on what we think could happen at Survivor Series in terms of war game teams? I think we're, we, we got, we, we're, we're a little, we're a little bit of ways out. Obviously there's a couple of pay-per-views before us. So we got, you know, what, eight weeks or something before we get there. So what do we think, uh, you know? What do we think about the men's match, Pete? I mean, do you, do we think that uh, do we think that this is going to be a uh, a bloodline thing? Are they going to do the women? I don't know. What do you uh, think? They might even do double. I mean, they, they kind of do. They're always, you know. I mean, I mean, but again, this is Hunter, but he still has some Vince tropes in him. They always, when they do a gimmick like that, is always both. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be they'll definitely be the men and a women's one event. In my in my in my dream, we get at least Sheamus and Gunther on opposite sides. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> six of them. I just don't see that in the cards. Um, I know, but I would love to see that too. Actually, yeah, I, I would actually love to see that too. Um. Uh. So yeah, according to Wiki, there's going there is going to be one of each. There is going to be a men's okay. match and there's going to be a women's match. So that's definite. Yeah, uh, let's do it. You, they can't help themselves, you know. They that's they always I mean I hate to say it man they, they always dilute a fucking gimmick that they do so well like you know? I know well I think a lot of it is also the whole the whole um image I guess or of well if the men got it the women have to have it too right you know I totally get it I mean I see it but it's like but they just beat it into the drum where it almost it becomes not special well I mean, that's even, what... like, even even like extreme I mean. 
even like what is TLC? We get so many goddamn ladder matches and this and that. I mean, it's like fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I was I was always disgusted when they actually created a Hell in a Cell pay per view. I, I yeah. was so that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Hell in a Cell matches are meant to end feuds, not yeah. start feuds. Yep. Or you just know? in the middle. Right. Yeah. Yep. And it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the show when we were talking about Halloween Havoc, how it could you just can run all different ways with the theme, but even with war games here, and we saw this with NXT, I think too, at the end, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is the time of the year for survivor series. And now it's going to be, this is the time of the year for war games. So my hope is with this first one, they at least have a plan going in, but I just hate it when they just force it. They yeah, just like, right. Oh, we have this. So we're going to put together like, yeah, and, I'd rather, I mean, it's just, this just, I know that's how wrestling is now. But I'd much rather have seen the build first, and then it leads to it. And then it's leading to war games, folks. You know, not right. I hate to see the match get announced first, and now we know it's coming. And let's right. see how. I mean, it's just ugh. it's like they give us the end of the movie, and now we're gonna watch how it gets there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that. And um, I hope they don't give us NXT's version of war games either, because I actually hated that. Um, what they did with it, with the pins and the. Yeah, pins and became high spots and ugh. no, I want, I want the eighty six. I want the eighty six Great American Bash tour. <laughs> I want the fucking Horsemen against the Road Warriors and uh, you know Dusty and give me give me some fucking grinding and I'd want yeah. grinding. I need I don't, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want flips off the top. I want guys no. getting fucking ripped open. I want. You know, I want Dangerous Alliance and Sting Squadron. That's what I want. Yeah. I want like, I want the uh, turnbuckle rod being pulled off and smacked in fucking Zabisco hitting exactly. fucking. Exactly. I want to That's see a I manager uh, eat a fucking uh, decapitation <laughs> device and break exactly. Your throat, you know, I want I want JJ Dillon busted open. I want fucking Paul yeah. eating everywhere. That's war games. You don't do if you... launches off in fucking war games. No, exactly. Have you just ever watched? Um, have you ever watched like the the Blu-ray of the war games? Or, yes. you know, just watch yep. a few of them in order. Yeah. They're such. What's so great about war games is like the older ones is that there's a there's a formula. Yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. There's the formula of, you know, like the workhorse goes in first, like an Arn Anderson, for example. And then, you know, the heels always win. And yep. it, it's a pretty simple formula. And it always works yeah it, I like know, in, it's, it's it's the kiss formula keep it simple stupid yeah. i mean it's you don't you know i mean i remember when vince russo decided to have yep, three teams and, say. or have the baby face win oh fuck the coin toss jesus fucking christ yeah the, the, uh, the gcw version of it that yeah. they just had in chicago i've been to both of those this last one was like a five-way tag team oh. title match so there were five teams of oh, two god and it What's just next? like do they have to just, eat glass? Oh, of course they did. <laughs> um, and and give me COVID. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got it from. Uh, I shouldn't have been surprised, but it, like, it, yeah, it was very bizarre setup because and then it's, um, you know, it's like an it was just an elimination match. So then one of the favorite, you know, like the Briscoes got eliminated pretty early on, and it just deflated the whole room because yeah. everyone thought the Briscoes would have been there at the end. And then, like, um, Effie and Alley Catch, which is another crowd favorite. They, they, you know, like, we couldn't even really see how they lost. 
And then, yeah, it was just really the setup to big high spots with glass and light tubes. Mm. Of course, glass, light tubes, and cause that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I had five on my uh, on my GWCW match list that we did a couple years ago. Uh, I actually had five War Games matches. I'm looking at it now. I had the 87 match, which was the Horsemen against Nikita, Dusty, the Road Warriors, and Paul. I had the 89 War Games match, which was the Road Warriors, the Midnights, and Steve Williams against the Freebirds and the Samoan SWAT team. That match is pretty fucking great, actually. Then I had 91, uh, which was Zabisco and the Horsemen against Sting Pillman and the Steiners. The only bad part about that match is the end when, you know, fucking Sid almost killed fucking Pillman. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, 92, Sting Squadron. Awesome. Yeah. Which I had, which I had at number three. That was my number three match of all time in WCW, and then '94, the Rhodes Family against the Nasty awesome. Boys, and the Nasty Boys against Stud Stable, um, at Fall Brawl '94. Those are my five. The yeah, NWO '88 was great, and even the second '87 one. I mean '80, yeah, '87 one is great. I mean, it's yeah. just yeah. The NWO ones were just such a shit show. Well, I actually enjoyed the 96 one, honestly. The um, first one. Yeah. Then it's just like they, they were trying too hard. Yeah, but I will say the flare angle was good. Uh, I, I, was that the 97 one or was that the 98 one? Where they, you know, uh, just destroyed them. I mean, it was a good angle, but it just sucked when you had Henning turning on them and stuff. And mm. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. It broke my heart. Um. So, yeah, I'm curious if, if well, because the, the War Games also, if they put the Bloodline in a match, uh, it'll be an easy way to get Roman in without needing to have yet another title match and, you know, throw some more fucking opponents for no reason. Um, uh, I don't think we'll see Cody. I don't think Cody will be ready yet. I think they're going to save Cody. I think you're going to see Cody live, Pete. That's what With I think. Cody, yeah. Oh, I coming think, back to Texas? Oh, they, yeah. If they should. Yeah, I think that's I think and particularly winning it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the I think... Uh, the bloodline makes the most sense. But yeah, then it's are we just going to throw together a random team to face them? Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you want the lead heel group to be in it for sure. But they also I mean, that's the difference, because in like the old Crockett's. The baby faces did hang. They did help out each other and stuff. You don't see that on this, you know. Um, speaking of my, uh, just backtracking for a second. Speaking of uh, uh, Halloween Havoc from before, I actually had six Halloween Havoc matches on my uh, on my list. I did have the Rude Flair match from 93, which I probably, although I did have it in 90, it's not like I had it too high. I had Flair Sting against Arn and Pillman from 95. I did have I had Fun Ray match. and uh, I had Ray and Dean from '96. Good match. I had Goldberg DDP from '98. I had Good Vader match. and Cactus from '93, and of course I had Strong Eddie match. and Ray. Yeah. '97. Mm-hmm. If I do a new one, uh, Pete, I may throw in that. Uh, I might have to. I might have to think about that Jericho Raven match you keep talking about. Uh, I, I you should look at the Steiner's nasties. I mean, that's like a match of the year contender. Um, Raven Jericho is like a good three and three fourths four star match. Well. I thought the Steiners and, and Nasties was like a four and a half star match. Wow. How many of those cactus matches, uh, Steve, are in the 93 yearbook? Um, I'm in May right now, and they, they 
the cool thing about the yearbook is that they don't do many of the major WCW right. and WWF matches that you could just get anywhere. It was a lot more of the TV angles and matches from there. So they showed the two, the angle or the match where Cactus Jack upset Vader. And then the subsequent match where Vader like killed him. Mm. And that's, that's all I've seen of that. I don't know if the Halloween Havoc one is on there, but um, just based on mm. the way the yearbooks are, it's more like the TV, the angles, and then right, um, more of like your Memphis and Japan and Mexico. and Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked much about AEW. They were kind of, I mean, the Grand Slam show was pretty great. I actually watched most of it. I enjoyed it very much. Um, I am currently looking. I have not bought them yet, but there are still tickets um, for uh, Full Gear, which will oh, be right in my I backyard know. on November 19th at the Prudential Center. No matches have been set yet. I'm going to assume that uh, John Dean and Broxley will be defending the uh, world title. Who do we think against, Steve? I'm thinking the MJF. I'm thinking that's where See, they're going to do it. So they're going to cash it in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, does MJF win? I think so. I, I think, think he has to. The, right? I think the plan was going to be him beating Punk. Yeah. Um, and that's hmm. where they were going to go. And then they just you know, went this route because of, well. <laughs> well because of things. Yeah, because of things. Um, and it's fine. You know, the... I've watched like the first hour of this week's show and this week's kind of like an off week after doing grand slam and right. Um, the, the only thing I don't like, and I was actually watching with my, with my youngest for a little bit and he has like, both my kids are kind of out of wrestling now, but uh, they're making MJF use the casino chip or whatever it is that he won as like a money right. in the bank contract now. And they never used to do that. It was just, you get a future title shot. And now it's basically a cash-in thing. And my kids, like, hate when they do that because then it's just cheap when they end up winning because they always do it when after a match is over. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of good, good point. Like, if you watch it more through KP eyes. It's the baby face. It's just terrible. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. Mm. Um, uh, Wardlow got hurt, didn't he? Didn't Wardlow get hurt? Yeah, he had something minor going on. I still think the the best thing they should do with money in the bank, and I think Theory would be a perfect person for this, is that he just holds it and they just like they never actually cash in, and then all of a sudden years up and they're like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Ah! Uh, could you imagine? It'd be so good. It's like, oh man, <laughs> I oh, well. meant to do that. Oh shit! Oh, you're well. out of the year. Ah. All right, it's let's like take that back, please. It's like forgetting your, your vacation is not going to roll over. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had that happen to me uh, 12 years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I can't think of what else. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Like, as we keep moving along, you know, theory kind of, kind of pops his head in, pops his head out, pops his head in, pops his head out. Does he cash it in? I don't think he wins it. Um, I mean, if you want heel heat, you would have like, you know, fucking Cody win it at WrestleMania and then <laughs> but I, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> they, they might as well close up shop. That's not going to happen. But 
and then have Hunter come in and small package him and go one, two, three, and win. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you, Pete. I knew you'd agree with me eventually. Jesus. Um, <laughs> um small package him. <laughs> small package him. Schoolboy roll up. Um, <laughs> with the tights. With the tights. Of course, with the tights. Um, but, uh, um, like if we were asking right now, let's 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 uh, you're talking about theory and everything. Um, right now, with what four months to go before the rumble, give me like your top three guys, Pete, that are the favorites for the men. Right now, we're still what again three and a half four months away, but if you had to come up with like three names. That would be favorites. Who would it be? For what? For to win the rumble. Oh, okay. Um, God. Uh jeez. Cody. Mm-hmm. AJ's always there. You know, and I think I think I think, you know, I think Hunter's behind Gunther. Yeah. I think an outside shot would go to Kevin Owens. I can yeah. see that. I, actually, I, I'm more than actually. That's more than outside shot. I I put Owens there. I think yeah, that, I feel he's gaining a lot of steam. Like almost like he's almost passing Cody up at this point. Mm. What do you think about that, Steve? I would like it because they're definitely going to go somewhere at some point with Owens and Zane. And Owens went on record in the last couple months saying that's the one thing he wants left in his career is to be able to have a tag team uh, run with Sammy as his partner. Um, the, the other outside one, too, and I, I don't know what his injury is and how long he's gone for, but Randy Orton has been out of that picture for a very long time. And um, so I can see that as a as a possibility. But I, I still could... think Cody is the. Mm is where they were intending on going. I also could see, uh, because I think, I I think the way that, that you get the way that you get the belt to Cody, because I could see Sammy, obviously the whole, uh, this seems to be leading towards Sammy turning on the bloodline, you know, Mm -hmm. infiltrating them and then, and then fucking them over. And that's how, and and that's how, uh, Roman finally loses the straps. Um, yeah, uh, I could see that happening. I would love to see a Kevin Owens Sammy tag team. It'd be pretty great. I think Sammy should should put the Generico uh, mask back on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like when uh, uh, you know, uh, Al Snow dressed like Shinobi when he was in that weird phase in <laughs> fucking '96 or whatever. Um, so what do we got? Let, let's let's move on to New Japan before we uh, before we wrap things up. We've had a nice, brisk, quick little show tonight. Um, so who won the? Uh, so the G one was won by. Um, I said Otani. God, <laughs> I swear. He's not going to win the AL Otani. Well, he's not going to win the AL MVP. So yeah, or, or um, maybe I'm maybe I'm watching too much 1993 wrestling. <laughs> um. Oh uh, God. 
Let's see. This was what the thirty second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okada. Okada was the one who won the the G one. Um, that's right. He won the G one, and uh, uh, that's right because he's gonna face um, because he'll face um, they, Jay yeah. White, and, and win they, it back. Yeah, they just had um a big show, and it's not. I, I forget. It, it used to be called Destruction, and then they. They changed the name all of a sudden out of nowhere, um, and I can't recall what it was. But uh, the big match was Will Ospreay defeating David Finley for the the U.S. title, mm. um, which went God, it went like thirty minutes. I know it's getting really good reviews, and it's kind of cool to see Finley get a bit of a push because he was injured. And he was always just in the wrong place at the at the <laughs> the wrong time, right? Yeah, you know, like when Ring of Honor picked him up and juice. It looked like they were going to do something for him. And then COVID hit and he was gone. And he was always on the lower end of the card in new Japan. And they gave him some chances during the G one. And it looks like he really did strong with him. And to be able to put him in a main event when he was always like one of the first couple of, you know, in those like 10 man tags and stuff like that. Right. Um, so on that card, that burning spirit card, um, this is interesting. The Bullet Club, Jay White and Ishimori, defeated uh, G.O.D. by submission. Jado uh, uh, sat in for Kushida because Kushida got hand, foot, and mouth disease. And Kushida sat in for uh, Tangaloa. Tangaloa is Tangaloa's injured Thomas' brother. Jesus. Um, uh yeah, the main event. Yep, Will and you're talking about Will and Finley. You were close, twenty eight, twenty two. Yeah, so. I, I really haven't watched much New Japan. I don't think you have either, Pete. But um, it, it just this is the first year in a few years I didn't watch the the G one. And then when I see yeah, Carl yeah, Anderson with Doc Gallows, years I've been out of it. Yeah, yeah. When I, mm. when I see Carl Anderson with Doc Gallows defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi in the second from the top, yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. They just, it's just, they just seem real stale to me. It's just what it is. I mean, there's not a whole lot of influx of different. And and by different, going by rehashing Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows is not. Right. Uh, bringing back Lance Archer uh, yeah. for the G1 um, as opposed to other AEW talent. Yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest move I think they really made was bringing in Jonah. Yeah, uh, you know the former Bronson Reed, and you know there's still a chance that he's gonna go back to WWE. Yes, I hope. I, well, like, Triple I H loved him. Yeah, Triple I H hope Bronson Reed. I hope for him that he does, and getting money. But uh, the couple matches I did see with him during the G1, just kind of um, like picking, you know, a, a couple here and there. He, he was really over, and didn't they put him over Okada too? Wasn't that the yes. big, that was the big upset that they had him beat Okada? So they're pushing him as like a monster. Yeah, yeah like, they're always looking to find that new monster. And it's, you know. Uh... Yep, it was a six man. A Jonah, Shane Haste, and Bad Dude Tito beat Okada and Great Bash Heel mm-hmm. in a six man. That was at uh, Fighting uh, Burning Spirit. Um, the next card is actually this weekend. They're in London. Actually, oh, yeah. the Royal Quest shows. Yeah. Royal Quest Two is two nights uh, this weekend. Um, 
and now that now that the, now that traveling's opened up for Japan, maybe it might get more interesting, you know, and get mm. the crowds, you know. So the yeah. main event, the main event Saturday night is uh, Osprey and Umino in a singles match, and there's a bunch of tags. Um, yeah, the, um, I, I think the big match is FTR and Aussie yeah. Open. Yes, that's for the tag titles on like American fans. Yeah, on Sunday, uh, the main event is a number one contenders match between Naito and Zack Saber Jr. Uh, it's it's a title. It's for a uh, U.S. title shot. So I guess the winner would get Will. I think right. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. Then the next show after that is Declaration of Power, which is coming up on October tenth at uh, in Tokyo. Uh, Jay White and Tamatanga for the world title. Well, that's Okada Jonah's that night, so that could be fun. Yeah, so that yeah, Jonah beat Okada, and this is this is a thing that they do a lot of times in in New Japan at this time of the year, where they'll do rehashes of matches of upsets that happened in G1. So Tamatanga mm-hmm. upset J1 and knocked him out of the G1. So now they're doing the the title match, and very rarely does any do any switches happen. Right, yeah, they're, right. they're winding back Okada and Jonah and gonna give Okada his his win back. Uh, Ishimori and Kushida, uh, Takagi and Phantasmo in a Who's Your Daddy match for the what the fuck is this? The Provisional KOPW Championship. Let's just not talk about it and move on. Okay, because I know it. <laughs> I know what it is, and I I just you know there are times you just don't need to talk about stuff. Is this like is this like uh? Custody of Dominic on a on a poll. Is that what this it, is? It's like their 24-7 type title, like their comedy title that was like a whole Toru Yano thing. And for some reason, they've sucked uh, Shingo, who's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world, into this this thing this year. And, uh, oh, jeez. It's basically uh. comedy stuff, and he's so much better than this. Uh, and then the main event is uh, – well, not the main event, but the other match is um, – uh, Ren Narita against TBA in a singles match. So that's that's on October 10th. Yeah. And it's, that's his uh, return from his excursion, which ended up lasting about 206 years because of COVID. <laughs> uh, and then Rumble on 44th Street is after that. And then we, I don't know, they don't have a date for that. I don't think there's a link. Is there a link for that yet? Uh, no, it's October 28th. That's the one that's going to be in New York at the uh, play. Oh, right. Yeah. October 28th, huh? That's a, oh, lot a lot of good wrestling coming your way between that and AEW. Yeah, and... AEW Full Gear. What East Coast getting some love finally? Extreme Rules in Philly. Of course, WrestleMania. I we're 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 planning that, guys. That Mania in two years in Philly, like the largest PTB, like ever. So I I expect both you to both of you fine gentlemen to be in the uh, city of brotherly love and. April. Yeah, of I mean, I'm not doing California. I'll tell you that much. I'm not either. I'm not either. I, I don't know. I don't know. A ton of people are. I, I think I think three people are going to California. I'm, um, I'm if I go and uh, I am only doing it to do the non WrestleMania stuff and to go. I know Nate's going to be out there and to, like be able to see Nate in person and Marcus and Chris Ely and. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Th- that would be the only reason I go. Yeah, I would go only so Chris Ely and I could go to In-N-Out Burger because that was our plan. <laughs> 
and steal all the condiments. That's what him and I were going to do. We were going to, we were going to get in an outburger and take all the, take all the ketchup. I remember him saying that, but that was after yeah, his brain like surgery. So like I don't post, post and stuff like that. I know they would be able to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Happen. So right now I'm looking, my next wrestling trip is probably SummerSlam, depending where it is. Um, if it's back in Nashville, uh, count me in. I'm definitely going. Um, there is a rumor Although I have to get my passport updated. There is a rumor that it might be Toronto. But I don't know if that's set in stone. Not sure. Hmm. I've always wanted to see a wrestling show in Canada, I tell you, Trent. Me, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. That's 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 a show that I definitely that's a place I've never uh I've never been well, I've been to Montreal, but not for wrestling. Um I was surprised they never did it. They didn't do it in Minneapolis. I, I really was surprised when they opened that new Viking stadium. I thought they were going to go right away into there. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they will eventually. Um, well, then there were issues. Like I think they're a little afraid that old Vern Gagne is going to run, run it. He'll just show up. He's going to ask for a cut of the action. I am not putting Buck Zoom off in the, in the fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> Greg shows uh, up with the Teamsters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Imagine they'll do the they'll do the a ladder match for the tag titles. It's gonna be like WrestleMania 35 when the Hardys came back, or 34 when the Hardys came back. Instead, it'll be the fucking High Flyers. <laughs> the fucking Ganya High Flyers. Jim do, they, do they still have the the AWA pilot show on the on the network? Oh they, uh, no! It was no, one of the sadly, worst wrestling shows I've ever seen in yeah, my entire life. We watched it on um when we were doing the exceptional show. Uh, Jenny and the Gems, which you could find mm. on archive here at the on the PTB Wrestling Network. When the uh, when the WWE Network went to the cock, we uh, we kind of got cocked, uh, cock blocked. <laughs> we were cock blocked by the cock on yeah, our. We went, Jordan and I watched that the second day it came out, and we just like let's just turn on the microphones. And uh, I, I think in the PTB and wrestling feed uh, there is a live watch of that 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 Jordan yeah. and I did, and possibly Glenn. Well, um, I. Guys, if you if you go back to Jenny and the Gems, we did the pilot, and then we did the um, uh, it was like a wrestling show, but it was uh, like a Kellogg's uh breakfast oh, convention yep. or yep, some shit. Too. So in the middle of matches, it was a fucking sales meeting. So it's like, all right, Buck Zumhoff wrestled, and now for all of you salespeople from Omaha to uh, Timbuktu. Really got to push those pop crisp, you know, the fucking sugar smacks. <laughs> it's like when massive corporate, like corporation, like has uh, their their yearly conference somewhere in like Paris, and then Mariah comes and performs for yeah, yes, for a bunch of like pharmaceutical reps. Like, they had like matches with guys in shirts, like fucking. Jake the Milkman Milliman had on like a fucking frosted flakes. And <laughs> well, of course he did. <laughs> like, if there was ever a crossover there, it was, exactly. It was Jake the, the Milkman. Milkman, the Milkman, and fucking frosted flake. I mean, yeah. So please go go to the archive here on the PTB Wrestling Network. Check out. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was me, Jenny, uh, Matt Souza, and Drew Wardlaw. We had a lot of fun watching some. We watched some really good stuff. And we watched some some out and out crap, but we had a lot of fun. But that show kind of kind of got. Uh, cock blocked when uh, the WWE Network went to Peacock and the 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 hidden gem section was gone, which I I, I, I don't understand I why. That was the best thing on the whole entire network. Absolutely, man. I agree. I agree. Uh, Jenny and uh, Tim and um, uh, Tim uh, Tim Cable was on. Jenny and Drew and uh, Matt and I we had a blast. We had a we had so much fun. 
Yeah, they had like that, that Kenny that. Omega promo and oh, match, yeah. which was really cool. They had so many old school matches that we thought were lost to time. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was last really time cool. of fucking Atlanta for Christ's sake. Oh my god, yeah, that was amazing. And and then and then at first we just got the match and then the whole show. Yeah, and then the whole show. You got the you got the uh, uh, boogie jam with the steamboat flare hour oh, draw. Yeah. yeah. The match is on my uh, world class Star matches, Wars, I think. Yeah, those yeah, yeah the great American bashes, mm-hmm. the Harley race, David Von Erich match from like seventy something. I mean ugh. Yep. I watched uh that match is on my that uh Flare Steamboat from Boogie Jam is on my uh is on my list. I think I have like I think I have like seven Flare Steamboat matches. Oh yeah. On my They're list. All great. How could you not, really? I think I have a house show. Also on the network, actually, in the in the in the hidden gems. There was a house show match from the Cap Center in March of eighty nine. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah. Dave gave it six stars in the observer. Yeah, the match mm-hmm. is fucking great. That's on my list. That's uh, actually my favorite one they did. My favorite will always be um, Clash 6, the two out of three falls. That'll always I, be I, 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 I flip-flop between those two, that one. Also, I like the other one because it's more heel, face dynamic, and the cap center one. But I do, I mean, I love that two out of three fall. Uh, yeah, match is fucking killer. I like the obviously the Wrestle War match everybody loves. And and the 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 Chi-Town Rumble match doesn't get the credit it deserves. I think it sometimes gets they're all, forgotten. They're all, they're all different in different ways. And that's they really are. Yeah. It's great. It, that's I think that's the best part of I mean, we could do a whole show on Flair and Steamboat. Um yeah. you could you could uh you could watch those three matches in a row, and they're three completely different matches, and they're all five stars. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Totally, totally different stories. So one yep. of the other things I'm I'm watching right now, so like I've, I've been going through all these old DVDs lately, it just it just brings me joy. And uh, I have like a it was like a Ricky Steamboat best of from Japan. It was like like a one disc thing from the early '80s. And the next match where I where I'm at is uh, Steamboat versus Flair in All Japan in '83. Two. 82. 82. Yeah, I just yeah. got watched a couple of matches with. Uh, yeah, I want to say and, June uh, of '82, but yeah, I know it's '82. Hmm. Yeah, there were some uh, matches with a uh, Snooka, which were, I mean, Steamboat made all of them. Yeah, Snooka. I think I, I know that just you're talking about it. has him and Mill Mascaras, as him yeah. and Sheik, as him uh, teaming up uh, uh, with Young Wood in some spots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a jumbo match, I think. Yeah, there's a real good jumbo, good Tenru uh, gen, uh, match, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so guys, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a really fun night tonight. Just kind of shooting the shit, talking matches. We're kind of in a in a quiet spot in the business right now, so it was a lot of fun talking history. And I don't get to do that too much. So that's a shame, uh, Nate missed it. We'll have to bring we'll have to bring this topic up again next time when we have a quiet uh, quiet week. Uh, Pete, where can people find you around the ether? Uh, Twitter at Titans of Wrestling. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's about it. Okay, and you're here, uh, yeah, Steve. Here, yeah. And you're here. Steve, what do you got going on? Um, let's see. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Steve Willie one. Um, just the, I know I said this on the last time we were on, but it dropped after we taped, uh, did the previous AEW show. Uh, you know what that means with Jordan? Cause Rish was, I believe working or off or something like that. So mm-hmm. basically kind of the same thing. Jordan and I just, um, went a little bit off format and just shooting the shit about ECW. And um, yeah, that's a, that is about it. Mm. 
Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Scott C. Podfather. You could follow the brand on Twitter. Please follow that uh, at PTBN Wrestling. We have a lot of fun. Uh, maybe I'll do a poll on the PTBN uh, Twitter page. Uh, you know, what? Uh, what's your favorite uh, Halloween Havoc match? Or maybe what's your favorite Steamboat Flare match? Maybe. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, we know, we know Nate will return. And uh, we will do a little postmortem of the two shows that are airing that'll be going on the weekend before uh, impacts bound for glory. And of course, WWE's extreme rules. And we'll see what happens from there. And uh, maybe we'll talk a little Halloween havoc as we get closer to that as well. So uh, have a great weekend, everybody be safe, please, wherever you are and prayers go out to everybody down in Florida. Uh, we know Ian uh, laid a beaten down. So uh, please be safe. Hopefully everything's okay. And uh, we say our prayers for you. Um, and anyone else that's going to be getting the remnants, uh, you know, up the coast, I think we, we I think we're just going to get a shit ton of rain, but I think by the time it comes to us, it'll probably be nothing, but, um, we definitely have our prayers for those down in, down in the West side of Florida that really got the shit kicked out of it. We're, we're definitely thinking of you. Um, and everybody else be safe, uh, everywhere you are, uh, around the world for brother Pete, for brother Steve, I'm brother Scott. You've been in the main event, be safe and have a great two weeks. Hey, Steve Willie. Oh, hey, I was waiting for Nate to pop in. Yeah, Scott. Oh. Uh, I got nothing. I just wanted to say, hey, Steve Willie. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, Nate. <laughs>